DJ Honky Wonky on the mic. What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Go, 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 go. Are joined by two special guests, our DJ, DJ Honky Wonky Ryan Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-Vernell-
And she has a fledgling yeah. rap career working with Grammy-nominated producer Cal Dawson. Mm. She's big-time shit. Just want to make sure you get your, your proper due, that's all. Hey, listen, man. I'm on here with being first before my career, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it for everybody who's... That's not all, Genuine Beauty. Not only that, but you are revolutionary and breakthrough in your own right. Because not every rapper lives those same lifestyle choices that you do, which is something that you were born with and people are just starting to publicly accept. So, you know, we salute you for uh, for being yes, brave and bold. And happy Pride yeah, Month to everybody out there. Yeah, yes. And, and to those that don't know, once again, like, Genuine Beauty didn't only face the criticism from the straight white males, but you face prejudice from everybody, including gay people and transgendered people in your own group because of because they don't tend to believe you at times, which is just crazy. Now when I, I noticed publicly it's starting to sway in your favor. And I'm really happy to see the progress that people have made in accepting you over the past two, two years from yes, the first time proud. that we had you. Because to those that don't know, not only is Genuine Beauty a transgender, but she's a lesbian. And it's that second part that seems to be throwing certain people off. So seriously, we commend you for uh, your bravery. Yes, thank you, so thank you so much. Nothing but I mean, love. I- been a forefront for everything. I mean, I, I'm I try to be politically. I know what's wrong, what's right. I'm not no activist, but I know when when things is wrong and right. You know, even even in our own community, in the LGBT community, it's segregated. You know, and unfortunately, it's like it starts with everywhere. It starts from the people from the generations before us and down. I feel like everything should be publicly critically correct when it starts from the original generation. Because, you know, we learn from our parents, our parents, grandparents, you know, and it starts with people who raise us, to be honest. Education, that's it. And that's Kevin. I know you want to give your point for Drew Brees first, but I got a lot to say about this one. And it correlates. Uh, Oh, wait, I'll pass. Do I have the floor? Go ahead, Ryan. Do I have the floor? Oh, my Lord. Oh, you have the floor. What a a generous host. Um, to those that are listening, my name is DJ Honky Wonky. Uh, I was given my name by Genuine Beauty and the other contestants on oh, the next oh, big oh, thing. Oh, I didn't agree to that. <laughs> and, uh, well, first off, like, like I was just saying, uh, you know, you have faced discrimination and prejudice on all sides. I have faced no discrimination and prejudice unless it was by choice. It was entering uh, some type of a, a situation where culturally I naturally was uh, was different. It wasn't like I was forced into it. I went in there by choice, whether it be sushi or hip hop. But people are so so. I'll never understand what that's like, and that's why Drew Brees' statement can either be looked at to me in two different ways: either a place of ignorance, because if you look back at his statement, it wasn't like he said anything too extreme. But what he said was, my grandparents. First off, I, me, my, that's always not the way. You don't want to be talking about yourself, Selfish. right? Yeah. So he, was, he wasn't thinking about all of the black people that fought in World War II that came back and faced hatred and, and segregation and fucking hate crimes, all types of crazy, awful shit that still goes on right now. Um, so if, you know, and, and going back to what Genuine Beauty said, if you're giving a false apology, to me, that's just as guilty as saying something crazy like you want to really believe what you're saying or at least be educated in your opinion you know and if to see drew Brees backtrack like that could either mean two things he's a little bitch or 
he might have learned a few things in those two days and really did absorb. I'm sure that a million people came at the guy sideways. And that's why certain white people do have to, I wouldn't say necessarily get the pass, but look, not everybody is educated. Not everybody has heard the same stories. Not everybody until recently saw a man get murdered by the state because he was black. And it was obvious, like, until recently, until that video of George Floyd came out. So to me, I think that this is a bigger issue and a bigger picture. And I think that more people are waking up now more than ever. Hopefully Drew Brees is one of them. And hopefully there's a lot of other white people that now that have been exposed to all of this new knowledge and education about the plight that black people face every day in this country. Because it really is like it's a common sense thing to me. You know what I mean? And then once you have that knowledge, then it's more good or evil. You know what I mean? I mean, me personally, with, with everything going on with that, I mean, personally, I mean, I've been getting a lot of controversy from what I say. I mean, to be honest, yeah, we could point the fingers at our oppressors, but when are we going to start pressing fingers on our own community? When are we going to start rallying about our own shit? Because it's like, basically, like, for example, yeah, the protest is going on, but at the same day, like, a week later, it's going to go back to the same bullshit. Like dealing with mm-hmm. the trans people or people robbing the next person and stuff like that. It's a repeated cycle. You know what I'm tired of it because it's it seems like we only retaliate when unfortunately another color is retaliating on us. I get it, but at the same time, for us to break the cycle, we have to break the cycle with ourselves first before the original person. Because how could we? Because because that's like contradicting. How could we say something? About one person, but clearly we're doing the same thing to our own self. Right. That's, that's and, an amazing take on that. Now, yeah, waiting patiently beautiful. to give his opinion is Mr. Kevin. Uh, yeah. So, so go um, ahead, Mr. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely not a big fan of what Drew said. But, um, so for a lot of people, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of members on the right that say that kneeling is disrespectful. And, like I be, like I like I mentioned in our last episode when we were talking about the George Floyd incident, I said that um, this was a case where you know there there was you know uh, obvious racism and stuff, but people don't want to believe that. And for for like like I mentioned in the previous podcast, like I said, they he met with a green beret, so. At first he didn't he uh kneeled. He first he sat and then he kneeled because he met with him and he's like, "Yo, this is, you know, more uh a better way to go about it and that way you aren't, you know, disrespecting the flag." And then for whatever reason, they're just like, "Nah, you're just disrespecting the flag." He's like, "No, this isn't uh he wasn't even saying that it was about all cops being bad. He just said he just wanted, you know, the the bad ones, the the murderers and the racists to go and boycott bad police. Now, granted, the whole uh, the whole pig sock debacle not not a good look. Not a good look. Um, I think in hindsight, hopefully, he would maybe not wear those. Uh, just you know, I don't know. Just just I don't know. Just don't don't, don't maybe do that. Um, but another point that I want to mention is that. This, these same people that say that you know, for, you know, protesting the anthem is disrespectful. They like to wear the rebel flag, the Confederate flag, the the stars and bars as they like to call it. Great and flag. for whatever reason, 
nobody wants Fantastic to bring up the fact that the reason, like, why the Confederacy existed was because they were trying to secede from the country. How is that not un-American? You don't want to be in America. Dude, that That's is literally a great being, point. I've like, no one's talking about that. That's That literally means that you're trying to leave the country and somehow you, you can't just make up what you want people's protest to be. If I say, if I say that, um, hmm, I don't know. If I'm if I'm ever protesting something, and I tell you why I'm doing it, like if I if I tell you that um, if if I if I say something and I'm protesting it and you don't believe that, that doesn't mean that you get to choose how I feel about it. Like he said, it was about the bad cops. It was never about the military. And like people don't want to listen to that. And another final point that I'll make before we. Uh, go to break i didn't realize that that was gonna rhyme but it did um is that if you look <laughs> the same people that say that they're just that colin kaepernick was disrespecting the flag they also like to wear uh t-shirts with american flags on them and that is actually in violation of the flag code it's not supposed to be worn as apparel so so then they're here they literally you know, violating the code of the flag, and yet they're calling out other people for being unpatriotic. Not only are they just, like, ignorant, but they're, like, factually incorrect. Like, you know, if you say that, you know, protesting the flag is bad, you are factually wrong. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think people understand, like, the fact, like, it's not a matter of opinion. It's a matter of fact. Like, you can't be, you can't be repping apparel that says, you know, that you want to leave America and then call other people unpatriotic. That's not how that There's works. There's one thing I want to add about, um, you know, all the fallout from what Drew Brees has uh, come out and said and all the fallout throughout the NFL. Um, I will say that there has been some positive impact from it because – um, you know, it prompted uh, a handful of African-American NFL players to make a video, which the league responded to and said, they, you know, it, they're all talk right now, f as far as I'm concerned, with the NFL backpedaling and trying to apologize to Colin Kaepernick. To me, that's a little too late. Um, unless they come out with a formal apology and give that man his job back, it's obviously way too late in my eyes. What do you but, mean give that man his job back? What do you mean? Like you, like you think that it's the NFL blackballing Colin Kaepernick, or do you think that it's the owners that just I don't want to deal yeah. with the smoke? Yeah, I, I feel hell like yeah. He black, they blackballed him. You think it's the NFL? Hell yeah, yeah, it was definitely the NFL. I, yeah. I'm not supposed to be in the country questioning quote unquote freedom of speech, but yet when I when it's my turn about certain how my beliefs on the certain things I look at outtake of life, I get penalized for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not to Ben mentioned. Unfortunately, America is the number one con artist anyway. We want everything. Think of, look at look at the history of of the Statue of Liberty. It originated from France. Not to mention the United States American flag has French colors. Think about that. I never thought about that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Jesus, wow. You're Great. you're really like you're 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 really messing with my brain right now. Man, as the uh, as the younger generation, this is a very woke segment, right? Yeah. Now. Well, hey, we're we're coming out swinging. Yeah. Like, hey, we gotta talk about this stuff. You know, uh, you know, sometimes 
you know, sometimes, uh, you know, sports and politics don't always, you know, tie in together. But even if they don't, sometimes they are related. And no, don't worry we, about that. Got, ESPN has done a good job of doing that over the past few yeah, years. Yeah, come on. I mean, I mean the it's, president bringing this whole thing, you know, to a nationwide level and commenting on it and calling them all sons of bitches. He brought it. He, he brought politics <laughs> into sports, bro. Like, yeah, that, that's when the, that's when it shouldn't have mixed. It should have never like. It should have never reached the levels it did. I, and, the man came out countless amounts of time, like you said, and said it wasn't about the flag. It's not about disrespecting the country. It's about standing for something that I believe in and that a lot of other people believe in. And I'm using my platform to stand for it and take stand. And, it, you know, again, like I said, the president used his national platform to cause a ruckus. And to me, that's, you know, 80 percent of the reason why Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I mean, not not to not to ba- not to have this whole thing be about bashing conservatives. But I'm not. I'm not but, no, no, I'm talking about from on my end, because I've I've been pretty brutal on them. Uh, <laughs> so and most of them, you know, like everyone thinks that New York is freaking liberal. No, the hell it's not. Long Island is full of working class Republicans and rich Republicans. No, it's not. Um, so anyway, so I, I, it's just, it really interests me when, when they're always like, I'm tired of these celebrities, you know, taking, using their platform for political reasons. I'm like, dude, do you not know that who, like who our president is? Our president's Donald fricking Trump. He's a celebrity. You know, you can't, you can't call other people out and say you don't like their opinion and that, you know, celebrities shouldn't voice their opinions when you literally voted for a president based actually large in part because he's a celebrity a lot of people were the whole drain the swamp and you know they're like oh we need a businessman they're trying to shake shit up in dc you know so that's main his a lot of people that's his main attraction so like you can't you can't you can't be like that they're just factually incorrect on a lot of their beliefs i'm sorry but i'm on the side of the truth you need to worry about them rape charges he got yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's I have I have a theory. I know I know why I know why I mean that the whole Joe Biden situation. I I'm glad that we wait. wait which, who are you talking about, Joe Biden, or are you talking about well, Trump? both of them? Both of them, really. But so I mean, I think she's talking about Trump. Well, yeah. No, yeah, no I am. I'm, no, I'm just thinking, black book. You. The funny thing is, it's a lot about that. Uh, I forgot what trial, but there's a rumor that it's a black book that Trump has that he has paid off. And Naomi Campbell is on the list. Well, I'm, I, what I'm saying is that the first lady. what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that like it's honestly sickening to see like the lack of coverage on CNN and MSNBC of freaking Joe Biden's um, Joe, Joe Biden's sexual assault case when you know you know how long that they were freaking hammering. Uh, that Supreme Court justice, what's his name? I don't remember. But they, uh, yeah, so they, they were like, you know, grilling him for like weeks. And they don't, they barely don't talk about Joe Biden. And it's just, it's just really disgusting to see that people will l- literally put political beliefs over the safety of women. You know, this is just really awful. Like, I, I, I can't believe people care so much about politics that they're willing to overlook you know women who are hurting and suffering in silence 
and they've been like that for for decades and you know people are just now starting to give them a voice and give them a platform and i just think it's just really disgusting that they can't just across the board denounce sexual abuse that it has to be politicized it's really disgusting because guess what all your favorite politicians were all taking that flight down to jerry epstein's don't let him kid you there's a Jeff lot of Epstein. dark. Did I say Jeff? Jerry? Whoops. You can blame. You can blame these white what? guys. What? But no. But no. In all seriousness, crazy. man. These guys are. Uh, I'm not saying yeah, all politicians are rapists. That's why. That's that. That's why Trump, uh, unfortunately, took back pages down. Anyway, before we get too far off course here, I want to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about. We are finally set for the return of sports. So we'll get to that that, uh, when we return to Mac and Kevin. Kevin to the intro back. Don't you tell him what your name is? Monkey Monkey. My name is Easy, yeah, this is true. Keeping your attention is what I'm gonna do. Hardcore, so I can never be soft. Acting on my destiny, say the boys are wrong. Building up momentum with a touch of my line. Stop to stay away because, yo, they know I'm fine. Quiet on the sessions, I'm about to begin. And if you didn't hear me, boy, I'll tell you again. My name is Easy, or just call me E. But it doesn't really matter to me, because I'm the same person, whether serious or rehearsing. I just gotta keep cursing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mac and Kevin. We are, as like I mentioned, we are joined by Genuine Beauty. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. And Mr. DJ Honky Wonky Ryan Vernell on the ones and twos. DJ Honky Wonky. Yeah, yeah. All right, so apparently we will be getting basketball back on July 31st. Allegedly, Yay! there's going to be Yay! a 22-team NBA st- a tournament where we have the, the bottom six teams fighting each other for those uh, the, the playoff spots. We're going to have a 1-16 through 16 team tournament after that, and it's all going to be played in Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Now, oh, I, I mean... Hey, I'm glad basketball's back, and my Brooklyn Nets are ready to win the NBA Finals, um, which is going to happen. Mark my words. Um, but, God, I just think that it's too soon. I, I, I think it's going to – I don't think that – even if you're screening and testing people every day, I just don't think it's that good to have that many people there all the time. Like, you know, you're, you're all just going to be, unless you're, like, showering 24-7, you know, someone's going to get it. Yeah. Well, who's playing in that tournament, actually? Well, no, um, so here, here, let me break down a little bit of the schematics here. So 13 Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams have been invited, making a total of 22. Now, at the, uh, the first few, the first week or two is going to be some play-in games for the two eight seeds. That remain. So teams like the Pelicans will battle, will be battling like the Grizzlies and the Blazers for that last spot, while the Phoenix Suns and a couple of teams in the East will be uh, vying for that spot. And then instead of having Western and Eastern Conference playoffs, you're gonna have a one through 16 seeded tournament. 
So what I find to be very interesting about this, you know, uh, skipping over talking about the health concerns right now, obviously that's the number one concern, you know, going through a pandemic. Um, I'm sure they're being very careful. They have stated that even if an NBA player tests positive, that are they going to carry through to the end of the season? Um, I think some of the cool stuff you got going on is the fact that there is no such thing as home court advantage when it comes to this. So anybody's anybody's game on anybody's night. No, um, and th- that's another thing. Everybody Orlando. is at a level playing field. Everybody has had the same amount of time off. They've had the same time, amount of notice to get back into shape. And everybody's going to be coming leveled out Every, you know, at the same levels, same energy levels, same shape levels. Maybe, maybe not, depending on how they individually work out. But uh, I think you're going to get a lot more competition. And I think that's what makes it enticing. Of course, as a sports writer, I'm, I'm like extremely pumped to get something to write about. Because uh, it's, you know, it's been a reach these last couple of months. But uh, oh, I really like Kevin's cat article. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Yo, how yeah. the hell are the Washington Wizards in the playoffs? They are 24 and 40. Because that it's is... a weak-ass Eastern oh. Conference. But Miss Genuine Beauty, what do you got to say about this? God. Who's your squad, by the way? Who's your NBA squad? Um, okay, see, actually. Okay. 40 and 24. Not bad. Not bad. Mavericks are in the playoffs too. We might see each other. Okay. Um, my opinion about the safety is most of the reason. You know, you know the crazy stuff like that. I mean, how would they actually construct that? I mean, because if the social distancing six feet apart, I mean, come on. I mean, like, how is that even even manageable? One thing, I guess, I I want to be the guy who brings up stuff that like no one's uh talking about but i think that in order for them to pull this off they're gonna have to build a bunch of stadiums and if they're not going to if they're are they not building new stadiums for that no right no. now they're making a, they're building uh they're separating accommodations for each team so each team team can stay with themselves um and yeah. then the players families can then join them two weeks after the season starts I, I can um, so just it's only going to be NBA staff, training staff, coaches, players at Disney. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like imagining like I'm just like I'm just like I'm just like imagining like LeBron James just doing like water exercises in a Mickey Mouse pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, DJ Hockey Walkie, Ryan Vanell, what are your thoughts? I know you're a Clippers fan. You're excited to see them go at it. Yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about how the Clippers, for some reason, are at a disadvantage. I don't know whatever they're smoking, but I'll have some. Because the Clippers are about to dominate in the NBA playoffs this year now that they decided to come back. We got Kawhi. Our team, we've, we've got, like, besides the Lakers and maybe, like, four other teams, our bench is better than most starting lineups. Yeah. And I say that because wow. we don't need Kawhi. Like we got Kawhi chilling wow. and going. No, it's That is a hot take, spicy boy. The Clippers yeah. got somebody coming off the bench that not a lot of people talk about. I love Montrez Harrell, man. I think he is a beast. Nasty. Yo, um, but I will say this, Ryan. You and I aren't gonna like each other for like two weeks because first round of the playoffs is Mavericks Clippers. Uh oh. It's not gonna be two weeks, is it? <laughs> Well, we uh, ten did days. They, did something? they structure it? I, I feel like it's going to be. Did they decide whether it's going to be seven game series or a tournament based? How's it? How's it going? One, 
16 seven game series, same as a regular wow. play, just not okay. broken down into conferences. Damn. Wow. Well, so that, I, I'm so, really interested. Well, hey, that's that's not, so that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true that they're going to play each other because uh, one through seven is um, or two and seven like the Clippers are two, the Mavericks are seven. But there's teams with other records, so the it's two the seven, same matchup in a one through sixteen. Look it up. Is it? Yep. Uh, all right, you just schooled me. I I, I admit my defeat. Oh, uh, bro, I I pay attention to my squads, man. That's the Mavericks right there. Luca, Luca and Kristaps are about to take over the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I, I, I disagree. I think the Nets are gonna win it all. Uh, once they find a head coach. Yeah, here. Well, let me tell you something about Genuine Beauty's team, though. They got a young, good squad with some veteran leadership over there right now, with Steven Adams and CP3, and you got Shy Gilgis Alexander coming up. They're an up and coming team, and to be 40 and 24 in a tough Western Conference. They could be a sleeper dark horse in the playoffs. Yeah, you're out like of fucking mind. Like so who do you guys who do you guys think out of these 22 teams is the best team? Clippers, easy. OKC. <laughs> nah, it's all about the Lakers, bro. It's all about it's all about the Lakers. You're out of your mind. Lakers haven't been done since Black Mamba. R.I.P. to Black Mamba, man. Uh, I always I got about- my Kobe socks. Yeah, Jack and Kobe. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I love LeBron James. And for the storybook ending, it would be nice to see LeBron take home a title with the Lakers after the death of Kobe. But he has to. They have to I, rig it in his favor. They have yeah, to. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. After Osama bin Laden did his dastardly deeds on 9-11, there was no, no worse defeat. Then when the Diamondbacks spanked the Yankees in that World Series in they didn't 2001, they won on a walk-off single in Game. That's seven. why it was so much worse, dude. It, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was the worst. They should have won. <laughs> it was. It broke up their crazy-ass run. And Luis Gonzalez should burn in hell with all the other monsters. He was one of the <laughs> The sadness that he brought New York in that month. Oh my God. But, he had uh, New Yorkers rolling in their graves. I will say this with the Lakers: they have the ability. With LeBron and Anthony Davis to spread the floor because Anthony Davis steps outside for that, you know, three point jump shot or that long range two. And uh, I, I fear for the ability of other teams to be able to keep up with that. Now, that being said, again, like I said, everybody's coming out leveled out. So the chemistry that everybody had before this thing hit, we got to remember they've been sitting around for three months. There's not hasn't been that much time to practice with each other and get back in a groove. So it's going to be interesting to see how that affects everybody. Now, uh, you know, after the break here, uh, we are going to get to some interesting news in the world of mixed martial arts and the UFC specifically. Dana White being a greedy, greedy, greedy bastard again, and uh, a lot of the top stars threatening to walk out. But we will touch on that when we get back to Mac and Kevin. Yes, sir. Hey. Mr. Honky Monkey, what you got for us? Ryan, are you there? There we go. All right, we'll be back.
to the DJ Honky Wonky. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Law and Order podcast. I am your host, that guy from Men's Warehouse, and right now we are going to talk a little bit about the Ultimate Fighting Championship and Dana White and his, I'm going to call it Karate Island because I love me some Spongebob, on his Karate Island, um, and one of his little karate kids is, uh, dude, I'm awesome today, I'm just on a roll, one of his little karate kids is uh, going to be calling it quits, one of the major ones, the the Irishman, yeah, uh, no, we are not talking about Mr. Martin Scorsese, we are talking about Conor McGregor, he is officially unofficially retiring he took a leave of absence to raise his child a few years ago um after losing to nate diaz now he's lost to khabib and there were rumors of him maybe going and fighting anderson silva which i guess now is not happening but mr magdaddy what is your take on this situation um yeah first let me just break down a couple of facts and then i want to throw it to our guest um so the facts are this. This is the second big star in so many pay-per-views since he has started this fight island. Uh, first being Henry Cejudo. And for those of you who don't know, Henry Cejudo is also a double champ, two weight classes. Um, he has announced he's retiring. Now Conor McGregor has said this. Um, also stars such as John Jones and Jorge Masvidal, personally my favorite fighter right now, Jorge Masvidal, have also th- uh, threatened Dana White with uh, you know, intent to walk out or asking to be let go. Honestly, what's going on right now is a co- is contract disputes, and Dana White doesn't want to shell out money to his big names. Uh, and he thinks that the other names can draw just as good as them, and he's going to find out, in my opinion, real quick, that fans are going to be pretty pissed off about this. Now, uh, to me, I don't actually think Conor McGregor is retiring. This is the third or fourth time that he has stated that he's going to retire and he's always back. I think there's way too much money to be made with another fight with Khabib or another fight with uh, Nate Diaz or even a fight with Masvidal or a mega fight with Anderson Silva. I just think there's too much money for him to be made, even though he's made a ton. And uh, I think Dana White needs to get out of his head, his head out of his ass and start listening to the fans a little bit because the fans want these fights and he's letting money get in the way. Now, um, and Dana White... Listen, he's, he's a businessman. He's one of the smartest owners in any professional sport. However, uh, I think he treats his fighters too little much, too, a little too much like objects instead of the fighters they are because they do bring in an incredible amount of money for the business. Now, Miss Genuine uh, Beauty, I don't know the extent of your MMA knowledge, but I do know that you are a fan of Conor McGregor. So what are your thoughts on all this? Uh, me as a parent... I get it, but at the same time, I mean, I mean, do you sometimes you got to get with the fans what they need. I mean, I get with that he wants to stop, you know, stop and focus on his on his child right now. Granted, but I feel like he now that he's in his prime, I feel like he he's got honest opinion probably another another probably three years before personally he should call it quits. Cause I mean, like he's he's hot right now. I mean, like yeah, um, everybody loves them some Conor McGregor. I mean, he, he I mean, he he's like I said, uh, 
you know, before the break, I, I like his passion. I like I like his his drive. You know, I I like his hunger. You know, you don't see a lot of MMA fighters. They just fight it because of, you know, the the craft for the reason. But he 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 his way his his fighting. He he has he does it for a reason. You know what I'm saying? He has meaning behind his fights than just oh because I'm a I'm a good MMA fighter than anything else. You know. So he, he's a fight nerd. He's a fight nerd. He uh he really is in love with his craft and uh he's he is a tremendous talent. He is one I I, I personally you've mentioned a bunch of people that he, he might fight. I want to see him in a super not even just a super fight, a super duper mega fight with John Jones. That would be insane. I want that. I need that. But I digress. Um yeah. So Conor McGregor, uh you either he love him or fucked. hate him. You know he what? Uh, I've been listening a lot, not and not. Uh, sorry to interrupt like this. It might be the white claw talking, uh, but McGregor would get fucked up by John by Jones. One hundred percent. He would John get Jones is way too ravaged. Good you can't. Yeah, that would never happen. That's insane. John Jones thing, also I'm does coke, so that might fight. not work in his so favor. So I'm sure McGregor does too. Like all good men, a few good men. <laughs> I, no, I listen, would, John Jones is a heavyweight. Conor McGregor is a featherweight. That fight can never happen. I, I would like to see him fight uh, Jet Li. Jet Li. <laughs> that's a good one. Yo, yeah, Jet that's Lee true. Jackie Chan in the hockey, octagon. That, that's I want to see him sad. fight Chris Farley as Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> John Jones versus Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, man. <clears throat> he reminds me of Kung Fu Panda, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Chris Farley versus Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he does. I think what what needs to happen with the UFC, and it, it's been happening a little too much, <clears throat> and you saw it even before coronavirus. They started to go a little too much into the WWE route. I mean, Daniel oh, Cormier, the heavyweight uh, yeah, title, Brock Lesnar comes in the ring. Come on, man! No one wants to see Brock Lesnar fight fucking. Like, Daniel Cormier. I want to see Daniel Cormier, John Jones again. I'm a real fight fan. I don't want to see wrestlers be WWE, you know, be WWE. You know, I gotta argue that, Matt, because that's the whole reason. Now to give my opinion, my take. <clears throat> um, I really <laughs> think that uh, Vince McMahon had it down pat, which was the company is bigger than the wrestler, and it doesn't matter how big a wrestler it was. I mean, we have one guy that is arguably on route to become the next president. And he started in the WWF. And if you don't know who I'm referring to, giving you the people's eyebrow right now if you're just listening. Uh, I'm talking about oh my God. Yes, Wayne Johnson. Um, I think that no matter what, Vince had always. Is Roddy Rich still a 2020 president first. candidate? I don't know. That's a good I hope, question. I hope sure. he's on the bell. We I need a third enough. choice. All right. Anyway, like right. 12 years old. So that being said, I think that. He's taking that that Dana White saw Vince do that, and it takes a long time to get to that point. It takes putting all of the independent promotions under the water because even back in the but remember even back in the day Vince McMahon had rivals. He had WCW, which was just as big as Woman Crush One Wednesday. Yeah, I know. And and he was telling his ECW was was crazy, but Vince was telling his wrestlers to take a hike it didn't matter how big a star it was Bret hart was the face of the company at the time he told him to take a hike but that being Andy said savage hulk hogan 
you name it. They all went to WCW because Vince said, you know what? The company is bigger than you, and I believe in my product more than I believe in you as now, an individual. Ryan, Ryan, I get that. But at the same time, you're talking about entertainment versus real fighting. And then you can see that Dana White is going to lose his biggest names. And I don't know that, you know, when you're talking about entertainment versus real fighting, I don't know if you can replace the talent of your top guys like John Jones and Conor McGregor and Jorge Masvidal. Those guys are millions and millions of dollars. You know, there's a saying in boxing, and it's it's not up to the – I, I don't want to misquote the saying, so I'm going to stop there. But the, the promoter is the one that determines the success of the fighter. It's important to – the promoter is just as important as the person that's fighting if you want that fighter to be nationally and globally recognized. And that is exactly what Dana White has created is the ultimate promotion for that realm of fighting, of, of mixed martial arts, which is UFC. And you can argue Bellator, but everybody knows the wash-ups go to Bellator – like that's why you know guys like Michael Page still can't be taken seriously because they still haven't gone into a UFC ring and won a fight. So I I think that Dana White is making the right move, and I think that in years from now we're going to be looking back and saying the same thing because he built it this far, and UFC is so reputable now. And I know it's not uh sh- what do they call wrestling kayfabe kayfabe whatever the fuck they call it kayfabe. but kayfabe. kayfabe. Um, but no, it's, it's bigger than that. At this point, it's about viewership and it's about who's got the television deals, who's got the the advertising. And if McGregor wanted to do an independent promotion, which I believe they did with, uh, with Mayweather, right? Didn't McGregor Mayweather do it independently? That was Mayweather promotions and Mayweather's had that forever. So, so yeah, I mean, look, I could see these guys doing an offshoot, but let's put it this way. Look at everybody's longevity when you break free. Like, look at all these guys, including Hulk Hogan. Still to this day, the most relevant person connected to WWE is honestly The Undertaker, who's now on ESPN every time you look getting interviewed. I know he's putting out that well, documentary. Well, Stone Cold's pretty prominent, too. And The Rock. What about you know, Roman there are, Reigns? There are, yeah, but Roman Reigns is not nearly as popular in the 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 fabric of pop culture. Well, I think The Rock is yeah, definitely Rock, the Roman biggest. Reigns ain't as big as yeah, John I'm Cena. That's true. You know what I mean? John Cena's, John Cena's never left to another wrestling promotion. As a matter was, of fact, was, think about this. I, was, of more, them I was more of a Mankind Cactus Jack type girl. So, you love know. Mick Foley. But love if Mick you look, Foley. The Rock never left. Too. The Rock never left WWE. He never went to another wrestling promotion. Stone Cold Steve Austin never left WWE. He never well, went to another wrestling not promotion. Fact. He started in WCW. No, I'm saying he never left. Once he went oh. to WWE and he became a star, he never left. And none of the key players did. Undertaker, Brock Lesnar. These guys never went off anywhere else because hey. they showed that loyalty to Vince. But if you ask, because right now AEW is ran by a former WWE star called, named Cody Rhodes, right? That promotion is taking off, and he's doing a fantastic job and they have major tv deals and they have major pay-per-view deals and they have network deals just like wwe now they're not going to put in the numbers right now because they're not they're not they haven't been around that long they've only been around one or two years but i'm telling you right now they can compete because they do have the viewership and true wrestling fans are starting to gravitate over there and i only know that because i have younger family members who are true wrestling fans but um anyway 
When we get back from the break, we're going to continue our discussion with our guest, Miss Genuine Beauty, seeing some of the things uh, that she's got coming on and coming up in the future. And I can't wait to hear about that, as well as our special guest, DJ Ryan Vernell, DJ Honky Wong. As well as myself and my co host, Kevin Blakiki. When we get back to Mac and Kevin, episode eight. is a CBD and other company uh, specializing in products from face creams and beauty masks um, to uh, vape cartridges, CBD oils, you name it, they've got it. Head over to tribetokes.com and use the promo code MacDaddy or Kevin B at checkout for 20% off all your purchases. That's MacDaddy or Kevin B for 20% off all your purchases. All right, and as you know, we are being joined tonight by our lovely guest, Miss Genuine Beauty, and we want to hear about some of the things you got going on. Um, so why don't you give us into a little insight on some of the projects you might have coming up and some of the things you got coming up in your life here? Um, well, I just really released my new single recently called Self Made. Um, it dropped Friday. Nice. Um, Basically, the title I chose self-made is sometimes being self-made doesn't mean also means fame, fortune and stuff like that. Self-made is being an individual who knows of self, Um, Mm. your own free will speaking, your own free mind of everything. You control that. That's what makes you being self-made more than anything else. Um, And it works, you know. I got a call from Luck. Shout out to my sister, Lady Luck. Um, she wants me to do a TV show with her and, and Snoop from The Wire, actually. So I'm looking out on that. Nice. Nice. I hope it goes through. Yeah, me too. Uh, of course, you know, still working with Cal and stuff like that. Um, Cal Dawson. Like that, you know, the little reality show that I was just informed. So, That's you right. know, I got That's it. Dawson and Vernell. This is going to be big time. Those is this that gonna be know, like Tiger King? It's gonna yeah. have a lot of uh, a lot yeah. of twists and turns, like Tiger King. It's gonna have a lot of freaks, it's freak it, no, bitches. Look, Tiger King was in Harlem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I know, right? Yeah, this is this is craziness. We're about to, uh, yeah, we're going to Atlanta. We're gonna stop down and and see Kevin B. Down uh, there. I don't whatever, know about that. Whatever can, redneck can, fucking town you're in, we're gonna come visit you. You, you can definitely swing by. I don't think you can stay. Oh, I'm only bringing four or five people with me. We only need to stay a night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think my parents. All right. Well, your we parents. Hey, uh, Miss Genuine Beauty, where can they find uh, your new single, and where can they find you on social media, and where they where can they find some uh, all of your work? 
Uh, y'all can follow me at all platforms at G-N-U-W-I-N-E Beauty. Same thing with my hashtag for all major social media platforms, IG, Twitter, you know. Uh, this, what is it? Um, Discord. I even got a Discord. That's a funny oh, thing. Nice. There you go. There wow. you go. All right, and to our other guest, Ryan from the Ryan Show. DJ Honky Wonky. DJ Honky Wonky. What can we expect from the Ryan Show this week? What do you got coming up for us, man? Give us a little sneak peek. Uh, for the Ryan Show this week, well, you know what? This is the first week in a long time we haven't booked a guest. We had some fan complaints about the lack of Mr. Cheeks on last week's show, considering it was uh, just a couple honky wonkies talking about all the stuff that's going on. Are you going to have me on the show, Ryan? Yeah, we, you know, we... This is what I was thinking, is that we're going to involve the writers of the Ryanshow.net. To those that are listening to this podcast, keep in mind that not only do Kevin and Matt collaborate on uh, their podcast, but also on a website. Great articles this week. Big shouts to Rachel Toy. I, yeah, so to answer your question, we're going to be just uh, – no, no guests. We're just going to be hanging out, talking uh, what's going on, you know, talking recent times. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. All right, all right, and uh, all right. That's my co-host Eddie. Any plans coming up this week for you, writing-wise? Anything? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, as you guys may or may not have known, the uh, iconic rap duo Killer Mike LP Run the Jewels. They just released their album RTJ4, and they released that two days early. I thought they 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 were supposed to schedule it on Friday, June June fifth. It Fire. came Wednesday, June 3rd. So it, hopefully, the link to that is no shame. I love Killer Mike. Fire. Killer Mike is amazing. Uh, I love him. I love him and LP too. They are both incredible rappers. And it actually, I am very kind. Of, I am very upset because uh, I was scroll. I was on Apple Music and I was scrolling through all the top the top 50 songs. Not a single Run the Jewel song. I am very dis- disappointed in my generation. Because he's not too all busy about, bo- you know, it's not all about boats and hoes. You know, we got we got to talk about some real world shit. And Killer Mike and LP are out here talking about real world shit. And you know, there are some definitely some amazing tracks on here. Um, and I will be giving my thoughts uh, at some point in this week. So check out. I've already done. If you want to check out my other music review. The first one I did was for the 20th anniversary of the Marshall Mathers LP. That uh, you can find that at theryanshow.net/music. And uh, Mr. Magdad, you got any legends of the week or anybody or what? What are we? What are we doing here? Um, so I took a uh, usually as some of you know that I let my fans on Instagram vote for my legend of the week. This week I took my week off, and an uh, honorary legend of the week were. Um, all, the, all those killed at the hands of police brutality, like Amart Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Eric Garner, George Floyd, Philandro Castle, Trayvon Martin, you know, say their names, all of them. I, uh, I, they were my honorary legends of the week. I didn't write an article. I just, I just honored them in my own way. But um, you can check out all my writing at theryanshow.net backslash sports right now, including legendary interviews with uh, athletes such as Sugar Ray Leonard, Alan Houston from the Knicks, uh, Sam Garns from the New York Giants, Bobby Jackson from the New York Jets, um, as well as some other articles, past legends of the week like Gilbert Arenas, Alan Iverson, Reggie Miller. 
Um, I got a lot of content out there Barry right Sheffield. now. Barry, Barry Sheffield, yep. Uh, you can follow me at Mac Daddy the Ryan Show. Please, please follow. I put in a lot of hard work on that Instagram. I, I'm trying to build it up a little bit. I, so please. I forgot. Yeah, fucking I forgot you. my Why Instagram stuff. Job with it. <laughs> ah, thank you, <laughs> Mr. Edward. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes, I try to honor everybody from current to past, all the legends, the greats, um, and even the obscure ones, the forgottens, um, you know, the Mitch Richmonds of the world, if you will. The John Olroods. Like OJs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. OJs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can also find me at Kevin Blakicki. That's K-E-V-I-N-B-L-E-K-I-C-K-I. And you can follow this show. On Instagram at the Mac and Kevin podcast and on Twitter at Mac and Kevin. So, and we're also on Facebook. Yes, we're also on Facebook. Yes, for sure. So, be sure to check out our Instagram, uh, our IGTVs. They are very, very well put together. They are um, either, you know, clips of the show or little, little behind the scenes, you know, funny moments that we got going on there. Always a good time on IGTV, so be sure to check out our awesome content over there. Yes, make sure you check out the clip of me flipping my shit on Kevin and storming away from the show for 10 minutes. Or my <laughs> mother barging in in the middle of a podcast. Kevin wouldn't, Hi, shut the hell up. That. Kevin, Kevin wouldn't shut the hell up for 25 seconds, so I flipped my shit and walked away. I'm like, yeah, I need to be <laughs> on the y'all sales. Yeah, I know, right? Right. right? Yeah, be I a think they're in different weight classes. It's like John Jones versus McGregor. Oh, guys, we forgot to talk about uh, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump, the fight. We still haven't gotten that. No one's talking about it. Uh, Donald Trump oh, said he's going to rape you first. Joe Biden. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. You mean to tell me this man actually want to box this man? Yeah. fight Donald Trump. You said that a million times. Yeah, we have to set that up. Yeah. But anyway, before we leave, I forgot one last thing. The Atlanta Hawks were not invited to the NBA play uh, to the NBA continuance of the season. So that means that it is the final game of the career of one of the greatest basketball players that any of us have had the honor to see play. One of the laziest. Vincenity. Carter. Easily the laziest player of all time. Laziest? Easily. Yeah. Uh, Easily the no, most wasted no, no, potential. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, I was I was just uh, thinking to myself, I was really glad that last week uh, you knew the fact that we weren't at a, a debate show because. Oh wait, you guys you remember last show? Time, If you were, if you remember last time we uh, the episode that didn't air, we had the whole Jerry Sloan incident. I was really begging that you would be like, you know, I don't really think that George Floyd was murdered. You know, uh. You didn't really see. You kind of seemed like you heard it. Like I'm really glad that you that that didn't happen. That would have been really bad. Undisputed. Yes. <laughs> they claimed he had corona too. Yeah. That's what I heard he was yeah. on fentanyl. They say he was on fentanyl. He had coronavirus. Pretty much there were like ten things that could have killed him, but it was still murder. That's how vicious that well, was. Like it was still obviously, even though the guy was overdosing on fentanyl, dying of coronavirus. It was still such a brutal knee to the neck that it was too, because I heard he was a top underground porn star too. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that he has the thing on X videos or Pornhub. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. You ever see Twin Peaks? Has anybody seen the show Twin Peaks? No. Where the girl dies. It's a this 
cult classic that came out, I believe, back in the 90s, early 90s, about a girl that was killed. And in the first episode, the whole, the whole I guess, uh, plot of the story is that this girl was murdered in this small town, and everybody's trying to find out who it was. But as the episodes unfold, you realize she's just a dirty whore, and she's terrible, and all of these things. And yes, she was murdered, but she was awful. I hope that this isn't a Twin Peaks situation. But even if it is, the guy was still Fuck. killed because he was black. At least Ryan, that's that what they're saying. Jesus, what is oh it? God, we can't, we, can't, we can't air this episode, Ryan. Viral Vernell over here. Oh, whatever. Oh, Go, uh, freedom, look, freedom Dude, is wait, wait, way to isolate our five viewers, bro. Yeah, good. Whatever. Google me. Google me, and you'll see where I stand. That's all I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, Google me. Yeah, we know where Ryan is at. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I still believe that uh, comedy is alive and well, even though this cancel culture might disagree with me. All right. Well, that wraps it up for episode. What is it? Eight. It's episode for the eight. final episode oh, of the Mac and Kevin show. <laughs> yeah. yeah <my> <laughs> No, Take it away, Mr. DJ Hunter. The Ryan Show. Show for joining us. Uh, for Ryan Show. Actually, I have to fire this piece of shit that's on the air right now for his statements. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you gotta fire yourself. You got hashtag me as well. Where's my soundboard? Kevin close the show. All right, guys. Uh, Mr. DJ Honky Wonky, get us off the air. The, the DJ Honky Wonky. Thank you for joining us, Genuine Beauty. DJ Honky yes, Wonky. Thank you. Yo, you petty with this song. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mac and Kevin. You're my only hope. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. <laughs> Is this some like land before time shit? <laughs> Definitely not licensed music. Oh, stink. Hardest beat. Hardest. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. D.I. Guess who's back? Can't keep it home a lot. Cause I, I, I gotta head out. I said I'm known 